0: Holy shit, fanboys and fangirls. This is Fanboy with an Opinion, episode 29 for September 11th. This is the last episode of Fanboy with an Opinion, probably. And on today's last episode, probably, I am going to give an overview opinion on all of the DC AMU movies that I've watched, and then rank them. Then I'm going to tell you what comics I think should be adapted on... The big screen and the small screen. Movies and TV. And then I'll say my goodbyes. And I will not cry. Because I am incapable of crying. Anyway, let's get started with the DCAMU overview. The DCAMU has been 14 movies starting from 2014... And the last movie just came out a few months ago, 2019. I've watched 14 of these things. I can't wait to stop talking about it. Uh, I'm going to rate these. Let's see. Overview of the DCAMU. Uh, Overall, I didn't really care for them. (laughs) I mean, some of these... Some of these were somewhat enjoyable, but I had a problem with all of them. Uh, It was more than just... Oh, it's not the comic book. It was... There are a lot of plot holes in a lot of these movies. A lot of issues. Um, a lot of these movies were rated either R or non-rated, which gave them the opportunity to curse, which I think was bullshit. <laughs> and each movie had at least one asshole. Uh, you know, to someone said asshole at least once in every movie because it was like their way of making these movies mature, which I think was bullshit, because a lot of these stories were already mature on their own. You didn't need added uh, curse words or gratuitous violence, which some of them did have gratuitous violence. I feel like, and I've said this before in a lot of the reviews, these movies were made for casual fans. They were not made for comic book fans. They were not made for the people who've read these and love these all these movies are connected and i guess in 2014 they already didn't learn their lesson with the dc cinematic universe and how well that was going uh so far i mean in 2014 it wasn't kind of as dead as it is now but it was on their It's on. i guess not and we had batman v superman but, you know, Justice League was really the last nail in the coffin for that. But anyway, I guess they wanted to emulate what they're doing on the movie. And the you know big screen is just a connected universe. But much like the DC Cinematic Universe, this didn't really... F- had no real good follow-through. I think by connecting these these movies kind of hurt them more than it helped them. Some of these stories could have been told by themselves. And I think by connecting them hurt the stories. For instance, I mentioned this in the last review, Batman Hush. The Batman universe has no Jason Todd as Robin and no... Tim Drake as Robin, which is just killing a lot of history and taking away a lot of history of Batman. I mean, the whole thing with Jason Todd dying really helped reshape his character. It made him a loner for a while. We just don't get that. They introduced characters that we barely see in other movies. Like Captain Marvel's mentioned. And, you know, the whole thing with their first Justice League movie, He's focused a lot. The fact that he's a kid, and then he's just forgotten. I just feel like they really dropped the ball, and they had intentions to do things, and they just never followed through with them. In Batman Bad Blood, they show Batgirl, and um, post-credit scene with. I'm assuming they were going to set her up in a movie, and they didn't. And she just she just plopped up, and there's no explanation to why I just feel like these were really mishandled these movies. So I rated them all and if you've been following the reviews you probably pretty much know what these these were rated so you've probably got an idea uh, the, the, all the way in the bottom was the Justice League Flashpoint Paradox. Now this was the movie that set up the DCAMU And technically, this isn't a part of the DCAMU, but it's the one I started with. I gave this a four. I thought it was a poorly, poorly adapted movie. It changed a lot of things. The animation wasn't that great. It felt like the book was better. And you're going to hear me say that a lot, because in a lot of these instances, the book was better. The next one was Constantine, City of Demons. I also gave that a four. That was a snooze fest. It was so boring. And again, just didn't. I mean, the live-action TV show was better than this. They just tried to cram so much into was you know like Constantine history in one movie. Four. The next one was Justice League War. Now this was the official first movie. In the DCAMU, and this is the movie where Apocalypse comes. Um, excuse me, uh, Darkseid comes from Apocalypse, and he tries to take over Earth. And this is when the the heroes come together to stop Darkseid. And then at the end, they're like, "Hey, we should be a team." Again, different than the book, but like the book's not that great to be dealing with either. Because, again, the DCAMU was supposed to reflect DC-52. Because uh, it was around that time when they started making these movies that the DC-52 New 52 was still a thing. This is when they rebooted the, the universe. So everyone got flashy new uniforms that all had lines on them. Then, as they were making the DCAMU movies, they kind of abandoned the New 52 in the comics. And that's, I think, why they started relying on more adaptations in the DCAMU. Because in the beginning, a lot of these movies, Flashpoint Paradox, J.L.A. War, they were loosely based on the books, but then they started taking like fan-favorite storylines, like Hush, or The Judas Contract, and The Death of Superman. And they were like, hey, let's adapt these things more heavily, heavily than they, we did in the beginning. But it's like, you didn't need that. I, I just really feel like this DCAMU could have stuck with original stories. And maybe sprinkle in adaptations. The next one is the Teen Titans Judas Contract. I also gave this a four, because again, not a very good adaptation. And because everything is connected, it, they were forced to add in Damien, uh, the new Robin, uh, Batman's rape baby. And it's just like he's not involved in the original book. I just feel like they just wanted to adapt something that was popular and shoehorn into the D.C.A.M.U. Next one is Hush, Batman Hush 4.5. I didn't care for this either. Like it started off strong, but they just changed so many things. And, and it just a lot of things they changed just didn't make sense to me why they would change them. Uh, the next is the JLA versus Teen Titans, 4.5. This is really more of a Teen Titans story uh, about how, like, Damian, Batman's right, baby, assimilates himself within the Teen Titans. That wasn't that bad, but it was everything else that was awful. I mean, the t- JLA doesn't really fight the Titans. They're possessed. Um, you know, it always just being comics. Heroes always fought each other. When they, especially when they first met. But lots of times you'd see on the cover, like... Thor is, you know, gonna beat the shit out of Captain America. And then you'd find out that... Thor was being possessed by Loki or something like that. And I feel like that's what they did here. It was like they... they Advertised the JLA versus event, the t- Titans. But that's not really what we got. And again... This is before they started to really adapt stuff... So they just like threw a bunch of things in a blender and see how it went. Uh the next one is Death of Superman. Uh no wait, let me change that. The next one is uh Justice League Dark. Let's get to six. It was okay. I did like the inclusion of some lesser known characters. But the story wasn't that great. And I just think they dropped the ball with it. Another loose adaptation. Next is Son of Batman, which is six. I don't care for Damien. Batman's uh, Ray Baby. Uh, I don't... Um, another blending of other stories. But it's just like... me. This was just meh. It was not that great. He's an obnoxious character. And I just feel like they spent... DCAMU spent, like, four movies with this character, along with Batman. It's just not... It's too much Damien for me. Uh, then it is Death of Superman. I give this a 6.5. I thought this was okay. Uh, I had a really big problem with Doomsday in that they never really explained what he was... And I don't want his original origin, because it's fucking... stupid. But at the same time, give me something. Like, they, they mentioned him in the sequel, which I'll get to, but it wasn't enough for me. And then they treated his fight with Superman similar to the comics, where they're just constantly hitting each other, and then they just die. Like, I mean, I understand someone can get beaten to death... But Doomsday didn't seem like he was really getting hurt that much, and then all of a sudden he just dies. Like, that's something you could have changed. You could have made it better. And then another 6.5 is Batman Bad Blood. This was okay. Um, it really brought together the sense of Batman family. And we're introduced to Batwoman and, what's that dickhead's name, Bat Batwing, even though these two characters we don't see anymore in the next Batman movie which was hush but other than that it wasn't bad um next is Batman versus Robin I gave this a seven I really don't know why I gave this a seven it was okay I mean it was okay ah whatever next uh, Justice League Throne of Atlantis was a seven that wasn't bad. That introduced us to Uncle Man, which I don't know why they couldn't just do that from the beginning, but it was a pretty good storyline and a pretty good uh pretty good movie. It was done. It's probably one of the better ones. I mean, look, we're almost at the end of this. Nothing's getting more than a seven. Because at the end of the day, none of them were that great. I mean, they were okay. Uh you know, maybe good but nothing past that. I mean that to me is what a 7 is. A 7 is like, you know, a 5 is like, "meh." A 6 is like, "meh," or or maybe okay. 6 is okay. 7 is good. Um, you know, 8 is like pretty good, and then 9 is like great, and then 10 is like, "Oh my god, this is fucking awesome." And these movies were just like, uh, they're okay. They're good. Uh Speaking of which, Suicide Squad held to pay. This was number seven. Uh, I mean, sorry. I gave it a seven. This really wasn't much of an adaptation of anything, uh, as far as I could remember. Uh, but I did like... I, I like Suicide Squad as a concept. There was an earlier... There was a Batman movie that had nothing to do with the DCAMU. That also, uh... Dealt with the Suicide Squad, and I really liked that movie. That's like uh, breaking the Gotham, I'm breaking to Arkham or Arkham Asylum, some shit. I don't know. I like that one. I think overall, that's one of my favorite DC animated movies. So I like Suicide Squad as a concept. Uh, the movie obviously was shit, but as a concept, it's good. Deadshot's a great character, and they added. Other uh, characters we haven't seen before, like Bronze Tiger, is a great character, pretty much a Black Black Panther ripoff, but still a good character. Because of Harley Quinn. Instead of making Harley Quinn a main character like in the movie, she's what she's good at as being a supporting character. So I thought it was decent. I mean, I had some issues with it, like the whole "get out of hell free" card is so fucking stupid. Making Dr. Fate a male stripper is fucking stupid. But it was still fun, despite the problems. Unlike all these other movies, that they're not that fun. And then the last one, this was also a seven, Reign of Superman. So you have Death of Superman and Reign of the Superman. And I thought Reign was better. Maybe because we got the four Superman, Superboy, Steel, Eradicator, and Cyborg Superman. And they like spice it up a little bit. I also did like the fact that they like... Because I thought, alright, how's the JLA, how's the Justice League going to be mixed in with this these four Supermen? We transport them off planet! That's a great idea. We don't have to deal with that shit. But other than that, I mean... Like I said, it was... It was better than I thought it would be. It was way better than I thought it would be. And it was better than most of these other shit movies. So that's it. 14 of them. You have Flashpoint, Paradox, City of Demons, JLA War, Teen Titans, Judas Contract, Batman Hush, JLA vs. Titans, Death of Superman, Justice League Dark, Son of Batman, Batman Bad Blood, Batman vs. Robin, uh, Throne of Atlantis, Suicide Squad, Hell to Pay, and Reign of Superman. Of the Superman. D.C.A.M.U.? Meh. I did... Oh, let me talk about what future movies we're going to get out of this shit. So the one thing that was announced, I think, at Comic-Con was Wonder Woman Bloodlines. And so Wonder Woman's getting her own movie. She had her own movie, a standalone home, uh, movie. I really liked that one. Uh, I never... It was supposed to get a sequel, but I don't think it did very well. Uh, so they weren't; it didn't garner enough popularity, <clears throat> excuse me, to get its own sequel. But I, I, I liked the standalone Wonder Woman movie. Now this is a DCAMU movie, Wonder Woman Bloodlines. Uh, I think it's just about her. It's supposed to be a prequel to War. So when Justice League War, you know these characters were already pretty established. The world knew of Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, Green Lantern, what have you. It's just they didn't really know each other that well. Uh, except for like, Flash and Green Lantern. So, this, so Wonder Woman was already assimilating herself into our culture, into the world, into man's world, whatever. So like, this movie is probably supposed to bridge the gap between like when did she get to man's world, how did she get to... And also, she's supposed to be an ambassador, so how did she become an ambassador? All that crap. Alright, I don't know if I really care that much. So um, but Cheetah's gonna be in it. Giganta. We'll see. I'm sure it'll be just still be okay. Like the other movies. And then in development, we have Justice League Dark Apocalypse War. So in the DCAMU. Like I said, Darkseid tried to take over the world, Justice League stopped him, he tried to do it again uh, through Reign of Superman, which is one of the reasons why I kind of like that, because Reign of Superman is a good example of them changing the original source, but in a good way. And it was interesting to see that Cyborg Superman was actually being controlled by Darkseid. I thought that was interesting. So then he tries, Darkseid tries to take over again. Uh, but then, of course, he stopped. So at the end of that, the Justice League were like, we got to do something about this dark side douche. So, this Justice League Dark Apocalypse War, I think, is supposed to be not only a sequel to Justice League Dark, but maybe finally dealing with dark side. And then, after that, is Superman Man of Tomorrow, which is an original film. Uh, Chronicling Clark Kent's early years as Superman. See, Batman got like four solo movies. And Superman, I mean, he did get two, but technically you could argue there's just one. Because it was like the same story. Just two parts to it. It's about time he's getting his own movie. And then for it to be original, Batman got one. And those two movies are supposed to come out in 2020. Wonder Woman supposed to come out later this year. Um, they're also saying maybe another Batman fucking movie and a New Gods movie, which would be interesting. You introduce Dark Side, and New Gods is just the flip side to Dark Side, so <laughs> I said side twice. So that's it. DCAMU equals meh. Maybe they'll get better. Maybe I'll do. I'll come out of retirement and do a, another show to tell you how much I really didn't care for the Wonder Woman movie. <sighs> now, I would like to talk about comics or characters that I would like to see be adapted, whether it be as a movie or a TV show. Now, some of these things are e- pro- either in production. Or in talks to being either a movie or a TV show. Uh, when I come up to those, I'll mention that. So, let's see. The, the, I've got five of them. And I have an honorable mention, and that's Deadman. Now, Deadman is a DC character. He was uh, brought up in uh, Justice League Dark, DC new movie. He's a character. He was a acrobat, a very famous acrobat. He's kind of full of himself. And then he, during one of his acts, he was shot. And kind of like, you know, Dick Grayson's Robin. Very similar to that. But he becomes a spirit, a living spirit. Spirit. And he's able to enter other people's bodies and control them. You know be him but in other people's bodies and he tries to solve his murder now this could be an arrowverse tv show i'm not really fond of the arrowverse i have a love hate relationship with the arrowverse tv shows but it could be one of those so you have him interact with other characters from other shows or introduce lesser known spiritual um uh, not spiritual characters uh characters that deal with you know The uh, magic and that crap. Uh, You can introduce them, some lesser known ones that we haven't seen in the Arrowverse yet. And then he can try to uh, solve his murder but at the same time help people by entering their bodies or whatever. Okay, so that's an honorable mention. Number five, I really think um, could be a movie or a TV show. Probably better as a TV show is Irredeemable. Now, Irredeemable is not a major publishing company. It's not Marvel, it's not DC, it's not even Image. There's a, um, a company called Boom, Boom Studios. It was a really, really interesting idea. So you have this superhero. His name is uh, uh, Plutonian. No, Plu- yeah, the, the Plutonian. And he's the world's greatest superhero. Everyone loves him. Well, then he goes bad. Like the beginning of the story, the series is he's bad. He's just like evil, like super evil. And it raises a lot of questions. First off, why? Uh, then how? And then who's going to stop him? Because he's supposed to be like Superman level strength and powers. And so the rest of the heroes, who who he called friends, or they called him his friend, their friend, have to scramble together and try to stop this villain, this superhero-like villain. And it's interesting because one of the first things he does is he kills their version of Batman. Because he knows that there's one person in the world who could stop him... And it's this character who's a lot like Batman. But when Plutonian goes bad, he goes bad. Like, he's murdering women and children and really slowly trying to become, like, ruler of Earth. It's a really interesting uh, story. And sometimes the questions of why or how aren't really that important. What's more important is just he's just bad now and we have to deal with that Uh, so it went on for a few years and I don't know if it's being made into a movie or TV show I can't see why it wouldn't be Uh, it was announced that Fox was producing a film adaptation in 2016 and nothing was that's it, that's the only news Um, so yeah, irredeemable great book Interesting questions. And it should definitely be made into a movie or a TV show. Probably a TV show. Because the, the, the book went on for a few, you know, for a few years. So it would make sense. You can't cram that all into one movie. Number four is Southern Bastards. Southern Bastards is from Image. This would be an amazing, amazing book. So basically it's a love hate love slash hate letter to the South. It's written and drawn by two guys from the South, and it's about this Texas town that is just overrun by football, Texas football, because that's like a big deal in Texas, or in the South. And this guy comes back to town because his father has died. His father's very old. This man's very old. And he goes back, and the town is being run by the coach. Of the college, the high school football team. And the the guy who comes back to bury his father kind of has a kind of butt heads, but butt, butt heads with the coach. And so without really giving anything away, spoiler alert. Um. the guy dies. I mean, Earl Tubb, that's his name. Earl comes to bury his father. He realizes that this town is under the iron fist of this coach, Coach Boss. And he decides to liberate the town. Well, it doesn't go well. And there's a movie that's been remade a few times it's called Walking Tall. And this this book is very reminiscent to Walking Tall. But what happens when reality sets in and one man can't clean up a town on his own? And so the story continues after Earl dies. And there's consequences to Coach Boss killing Earl Tubb. But we get to see more about the town and we get to see more how the coach was able to Grab this town with an iron fist. And Coach Boss is like one of the worst villains in comics history. His struggle and his road from from being a nothing to the ruler of the town is probably the best story out of the whole comic. Uh, Just his rise and what he had to do to do that. And just give up everything for football. I mean, literally give up everything for football. So, great story, great book. Kind of on hiatus right now. I uh, can't wait for it to come back. One of my favorite comics that I'm reading. And that should definitely be a movie. Oh, uh, no, TV show. It should be a TV show. I don't think it's in the process of being ad- ad- uh, adapted, but it should be. Alright, that was number four. Number three is Invincible. And again, I think Invincible would make a good TV show. Uh, Basically, it started off, this is from Image, and it basically started off as like, what if Superman had a son? This was years before Superman actually had a son in the comics. But Mark, his father is Omni-Man, the most popular and well-regarded superhero in the world. You know, he tells Mark growing up that he's from this planet of uh, superhero. you know, planet of people with super strength and powers. So it's very similar to uh, Superman. And Mark grows up, just can't wait for his powers to kick in. And he turns like 16, 17, and he finally gets his powers. And it's just basically like, what if you were 16 and you got powers and your father was Superman? Now, that concept kind of seems like it would get stale very quickly. Well, that's why. Spoiler alert! There was a twist in like issue, not even a year. It was like I was just about a year. The comic was just about a year old, and they pulled the rug under you from under you, and you found out that Omni Man, who was supposed to be a Superman allegory, was actually from a planet of conquerors, and the their whole point was just to go to planet to planet to conquer. And he had come to this planet, and he fell in love with this planet, and he fell in love with an Earthling woman, and that's when he had his son Mark. But then he realized that he needed to do what he was sent there to do, and he tries to take over the world. Of course, his son, Invincible, Mark slash Invincible, gets in his way, and the concept of the book really switched gears. And it was probably one of the best twists in comic books. And so it goes on for a bunch of uh, issues and then he, uh, there's a lot of characters, there's a lot of backstory, there's a lot of shit that happens. And I think that if you adapted this uh, faithfully, you know, this is also the guy who did Walking Dead. You know, it, I'm afraid that if you did Invincible, it would just end up like The Walking Dead, which is a shitty TV show. I said it. It was, it was almost always a shitty TV show. So don't change the comic. Adapt it faithfully. People will enjoy it. It's got a real... It's just... It's its own universe. And you really feel for these characters. A lot of shit happens to them. Good TV show. I think we would make a really good TV show. I know it's in the works... For... To be made into something. Oh, here we go. Canceled film and TV show. So 2017... My favorite people, Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg, who have destroyed Preacher and The Boys for me, were supposed to do a movie version, um, but that fell through. And then in 2018, Amazon was supposed to do an adult animated adaptation of the series. Um, And that's it. I don't know if there's January... Uh, January this year, full cast was revealed. So, maybe it will happen. Maybe it will still happen. Animation shows take a while to make, so. Alright. But those fucking pieces of shit. Evan uh, Goldberg and Seth Rogen, they're gonna fucking... They better not ruin it. They better a goddamn ruin it. Since they're gonna write the series. They're gonna fucking ruin it. Uh, anyway, number two... Is why the last man, which was an image book. It's uh, God. I always say it was an image book. It's not an image book. <laughs> it was a Vertigo book. Vertigo was a offshoot of DC. They were supposed to be more mature uh, titles, like Constantine came from Vertigo, Preacher came from Vertigo. Uh, Vertigo is dead though because they don't. DC doesn't have the balls to do that shit anymore. But Why the Last Man is one of my favorite comics of all time. It's about a man named Yurik. And there's a disease, uh, well, there's a plague, I guess you'd call it a plague, that happens on Earth, that kills all the men on Earth. All the men. They all die. And Yurik and his male uh, monkey are the only two males left in the world. All the the male animals are dead, all the male uh, men, people are dead, and it's just a really, really good book with a lot of great characters, and again, this is a story that really was deep and rich and became a universe and very well-loved book. Um, I don't know what to say, I mean, it was very clever. It's very interesting. Uh, the one thing I will say about the book is you never know, you never find out what happened to the men. You never find out why. Because the writer, Brian K. Vaughan, he wanted people to come up with their own conclusions. So he pretty, pretty much laid out like three or four scenarios of how it could have happened. And you as the reader were supposed to choose. Or you could come up with your own. Um, I'm not always crazy about those open-ended, uh, endings, but, you know, this was a fun book, so it makes sense. There was supposed to be a film adaptation, that got cancelled, um, there's been TV shows, tons of TV shows, 2000, oh, that's right, July 2018, they confirmed the cast list of the TV pilot, and it was supposed to, let's see, production commenced on August 2018, ordered the series was ordered as a series February of 2019. I don't know when this is premiering. Let's click the button and see. Um supposed to come out in twenty twenty on FX. I do remember this. This should still be adapted in my own way, which is the right way. Which is from the comic. This TV show that's coming out that's just called Why I, I'm I'm worried about it. Very, very worried about it. Uh Yurik's Mom was like a senator and she doesn't really have that much to do in the book we're introduced to her we see her there's there's some interaction it feels like this movie this tv show is going to be more she's going to be more involved and i don't care for that so we'll see um I'm definitely going to watch it. But I'm... I'm worried. I'm worried. Yeah. Uh, my number one adaptation... If I could find it. Is... Oh, Challengers of the Unknown. Now this is a DC comic. Now... At the time I came up with this... I didn't think it should be part of the DCEU. Which is the... DC Extended Universe. The, the movie universe. But... Because they're doing in weird shoes like Shazam. Uh, what other movies? I can't remember. Wonder Woman in the 1980s. What the fuck that's about. They should do. I, I changed my mind. They should do Challenges of the Unknown. And include it in the DCEU. Now, this is a weird concept. So, Challenges of the Unknown were about four people... They all came from different backgrounds. One was a scientist. One was like a stuntman. One was a don- donkey fucker. No, no, he wasn't. But one was like a race car driver. And they all survived an accident. Like, it's been changed from years and years. But like a, a plane crash. And they're the only ones who survived. And they survived together. So, because it's comics they decide that that they kind of are on borrowed time. That they feel like they should have died in that, and now they have a chance to do something good with their borrowed time. So they get into crazy situations that usually involve some sort of death-defying aspect to them. And they just go in, headstrong, willy-nilly, do what they gotta do, because they know... They can survive, or they'll die. And they'd rather try to help people even though they might die. Borrow time. Ideology. So, I think... They, they don't have powers. They, they, they all bring something. Like I said, one's a driver, one's a scientist, one's a donkey fucker. So you bring all those expertise to these... Missions of these situations. I really think this could be a balls-to-the-wall, Fast and the Furious kind of action movie. I hate Fast and the Furious, but make it with a um, make it with a heart, make it with a brain. You can make an action movie that's not mindless. Mad Max for Fury Road. You can do it. Think of the concept of like Mad Max, like how crazy. Uh, uh, Cuckoo Bananas, that fucking movie was, and I think it could work. I really think it could work. You put in mad scientists, you put in crazy schemes and crazy technology, and people jumping out of planes and uh, falling into, ah, fuck, uh, exploding buildings, and then, you know, driving a bus and can't go uh, under 55 miles an hour. I mean, just crazy shit. Just think of crazy shit. But have the movie mean something, and I think it would really work. Challenges of the Unknown. Not used very often. Hell, I'll even take an animated TV show. I don't give a fuck. I mean, not a regular TV show, because I think it would be work well as a movie. I've always wanted to see that as a movie. I just thought it would be a good idea. You know, take away the superhero, like strip down the superhero concept, just makes it a balls of the wall, crazy ass, high octane action movie, without some guys screaming Martha at each other, and just but you gotta give it a brain and you gotta give it a little bit of heart. And I think it would really work. And those are my five choices, including an honorable mention. Dead Man, Irredeemable, Southern Bastards, Invincible, Why the Last Man, and Challenges of the Unknown. That's it. Alright, that's it. The last episode, probably, of Fanboy with an Opinion. I say probably because I'm not going to do this week-to-week thing anymore. Uh, I will probably maybe do this once in a while. If something special comes up. Uh, if I have something I want to talk about. You know, it's just getting to the point where I'm not crazy about these adaptations. I'm not crazy about these TV shows. And unfortunately, I don't read comics as much as I used to. Uh, I have probably probably read um a certain amount of titles I can count on both hands. And that's it. I'm just not into it as much as I used to be. I'll always be about comics. Comics will always run in my blood. I'll always watch adapt- you know, uh, movies, superhero movies. But it's just, I'm tired of what they're doing to these adaptations. I feel like MCU is the only, maybe one or two DC movies are the only like real true adaptations. The rest of it just forgets where they came from. And I think they're trying too hard to make money for the masses rather than for the comic book fans. And comics is just too much of this changing the status quo. They try to change the status quo every, like, four to six months or six to 12 months. And it's, it's really annoying. And I, there are titles that I read that don't get caught up in that shit. And that's it. So, I'll always have something to say. But I just don't know if it's always important enough to say it. So, but, I may die, or the show may die, but Gamerish lives on. Don't forget the email... ...gamerish537 at gmail.com. Join that Gamerish Facebook page. Follow Gamerish on Instagram... ...gamerish underscore pod. Twitch, Gamerish underscore pod. And Twitter, Gamerish2. I'll still be on Twitter and Instagram... ...under Fanboy with an Opinion. Thank you for everyone who has supported... ...and, th- and listened to the show. And the real contest that I ran was won by a man named Bruce. It was a real contest. It was real. And someone, I guess, won it. But it was a real contest. I had a lot of fun. And to quote a comic book movie that no one's heard of before, it's been swell, but the swelling has gone down. Thank you again for listening. To my last episode, and to every episode. And always remember I have been a fanboy, and this has been my goddamn opinion. Peace.